The following is a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. We know you would like to sit next to him in the dugout or in his office, but this is your chance to chat with the manager of the Minnesota Twins. This is the Paul Molitor Show, sponsored by Killebrew Root Beer. Made in Minnesota, it's how memories are created and legends are made. Now, here are the hosts of the Paul Molitor Show, Chris Atterbury and Jack Morris. Well, good morning and welcome to the Paul Molitor Show, brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer, one of our Minnesota-made legends. Jack Morris not with us today. Jack off to San Diego. He'll have all sorts of all-star duties for uh, Major League Baseball over the course of the next four days. Paul Molitor is here in the Lone Star State of Texas, uh, as am I, as the Minnesota Twins. Very quick turnaround following a victory last night over the Texas Rangers. And, Paul, good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Chris. How are we doing? God, it seems like just about five minutes ago we were climbing on the bus after last night's victory uh, here in Texas, but it's always better to start this show in the wake of a victory. And and let's start right there. There is no question your club is playing its best baseball of 2016 over the course of the last two weeks. And uh, we'll kind of split it between the pitching and the offense. Uh, But to me, the starting pitching, it hasn't been, you know, Clayton Kershaw otherworldly, but your starting pitching has been more consistent than at any point in time. Uh, this year would you agree with that and has there been any particular turning point that you've seen for this rotation I can't I can't point to a particular turning point I do think it's the best stretch we've had as far as for the most part day in and day out um, you know we're getting guys at least you know five six sometimes deeper um, it's and it seems like almost every day we are in the game at whatever point our starter has visited. So it's uh, it makes for much better baseball, more competitive baseball, more winning baseball. I think it picks up your offense, it picks up your defense. Uh, there's just a lot of things that are bolstered by the fact that we are kind of leveling out as far as what we can expect, and, and uh, these guys all seem to be pitching as good as they have all year. Yeah, and you get that symbiotic relationship where when the starters are better, surprise, surprise, your bullpen's more effective too. Yeah, it, it does seem to have that effect. It, it all works together. You know, I had a good talk with TK years back about pitching and, and how things kind of flow and when they don't flow, everything involving how your defense needs to protect your starting pitching and uh, how that carries over to your bullpen effect and it all makes total sense, and uh, we've seen that as of late. You know, the starters are better, the bullpen's better, uh, people are are staying fresh more regularly, which makes my job easier to bring people in the game. So it's only been a short stretch, really, compared to how, many, how much baseball we've played, but it, it makes it a lot more fun to go to the park and a lot more fun to manage the game. You know, Paul, on the other side, offensively, you know, you've had some some good numbers of late, and and that's always going to fluctuate a little bit. But watching this team day in and day out, I feel like this offense right now has become a a kind of a pain in the butt, for lack of a better word, to other teams in in that not giving it bats away, grinding deep into counts, um, not getting yourselves out early in counts. Is that a fair assessment? Because top to bottom, I think right now, this is not a fun team to pitch against. I, I would agree with that, and it, a lot of those things you said are, are true. You know, we don't have really a set nine, you know, so it's it's kind of a combination of people that are, are giving me more options to put a lineup together that 
you know, possibly can battle, can have a little better matchups and, and split numbers and former at-bat numbers and those type of things. And we're seeing improvement. You know, guys that are have been here for a short time, um, you know, whether it was last year or some, this year or some, even then back to 14 years, uh, they, they seem to be doing better, not only in understanding the big picture of the game and making a guy work, but, you know, I think our two-strike approach has been better as far as falling pitches off and maybe taking some closer pitches instead of that automatic get-behind, two-strike, quick at bat, back to the bench. So um, it adds to confidence. I think the winning adds to confidence. And, you know, let's face it, our record is still pretty abysmal in terms of the total package, but I think everyone's enjoying the game more with we have been playing better, and I think we're looking forward to finishing out the first half today and, and hopefully having a good second half. You know, one of the, the weird stretches that I noted uh, during the ball game yesterday, I don't know if it was a third or fourth inning, but at, at that point in time, your offense had gone, I want to say, 21 consecutive innings without being retired in order, where there was at least one base runner in each of those innings. And then in the same span, your your pitching staff had turned in I want to say 13 or 14, one, two, three innings. Now, that's a very arbitrary slice of a large, large, large pie, but also right. indicative of kind of how some of these games have gone of late. Well, yeah, you know, you, you talk about keep, keeping them out on the field and trying to get off the field. I think that uh, small sample size is a, it's a good indication of, of how the game is played when you're playing winning baseball. You're, you're, you guys are, are, you know, you're making plays, you're getting off the field, your pitch counts are down. Um, not giving extra outs, and then offensively, you know, as we've seen particularly here as of late, we've really been able to drive the starting pitcher pitching counts up, uh, which has been a lot of fun. I mean, the other night against Hamels, you know, we didn't score in the first inning, and he had 30 pitches, and I'm saying, well, this is good. You know, you got you got to let the guys know that when you're doing those type of things, it bodes well for the good chances that you might have to knock that guy out early and get into the bullpen and have a chance to win a ball game. It didn't work out in that particular instance, but. You know, just having that type of plan uh, really played out well for us, and it has been as of late. Yeah, and against an elite pitcher, a very, very good pitcher in Cole Hamels, all the more mm-hmm. impressive. We'll take our first time out. It's Paul Molitor and the Paul Molitor Show. We'll go ahead and take our first time out here when we come back. More in regards to some of the recent performances of the Minnesota Twins as we head towards the All-Star break later tonight, right here on your home for Twins Baseball. On the field, baseball players want to be safe. Off the field, everyone should check with the Better Business Bureau at BBB.org before making purchasing decisions. The BBB has helped consumers like you find ethical, trustworthy businesses since 1912. Remember, it's better to be safe than sorry. Seems like there's never enough time. If you could put fun times with your friends, fun times with your kids, fun times with your summertime this year in a bottle, we'd like to suggest that fun might taste like a delicious, refreshing, Killabrew Root Beer or Cream Soda. Pick up a six-pack or case at your neighborhood Lund's Byerly's Grocery Store. The time and a bottle you're sure to remember for years. Killabrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. It's how memories are created and legends are made. This is Dave St. Peter, president of the Minnesota Twins, on behalf of Minnesota Eye Consultants. Minnesota Eye is the preferred ophthalmology group of the Minnesota Twins and is a generous supporter of the Minnesota Twins Community Fund. I had my corrective eye surgery at Minnesota Eye, as have several of our players and support staff. If you have special eye care needs or wish to learn more about vision correction without glasses or contacts, contact Minnesota Eye Consultants. Go to mneye.com. 
for your eyes. Do what the twins do and see Minnesota Eye. Danny Gladden here to let you in on a little secret for my best night's sleep ever. Look no further than my pillow. It's made entirely right here in Minnesota. It's backed by a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. My pillow's patented interlocking fill guarantees you the best night's sleep ever. They're also totally washable, so you can wash and dry them at home as often as you wish. Guarantees you the best night's sleep ever. Trust me, I sleep on one. Also, I travel with one. You're going to love it. Order now and get two for the price of one. Visit MyPillow.com, enter promo code TWINS at checkout, or call 800 606 1493. A Dyna Realty engages you in the home buying and selling process by offering mobile apps and a winning website at DynaRealty.com. Our team of knowledgeable agents provide insights you can use to make your best decisions. A Dyna Realty, proud supporter of the Twins. You're listening to the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Well, good morning. It's the Paul Molitor Show. It's brought to you by Killer Brew Root Beer, made in Minnesota, where legends are born and memories are made. We are in Texas here uh, as the Twins wrap up the nominal first half of 2016. Today, a chance to take a series, a four-game set from the first-place Rangers. The Twins have already clinched the season series by virtue of their victory last night. Paul Molitor joins us, and Paul Brandon Kinsler, his third four-out save of the year, and we talked with Brandon earlier this week and, and as part of our pregame show, and he discussed how the adrenaline of being a closer is a little different. He's used to the multiple innings and going through an offensive half inning in the dugout, but the, the adrenaline of those those save situations gets him so amped up that he now has to pace or ride a bike in, in between while the team is hitting. Do you, do you have him pacing up and down in front of you there in the dugout, or what's Brandon <laughs> doing? Because, man, here is a guy who fits literally none of the prototypical closer uh, requirement doesn't check any of those boxes, and yet has been very effective in that role. He has been effective. Um, you know, just one of those guys that we were able to acquire in the off season that wasn't splashy. Um, you know, we had some good reports uh, on his health uh, coming back to being a hundred percent, as well as the fact uh, of having the personality of a guy that you'd want to have around your team. You know, his spring was fine; it wasn't overwhelming. He, uh, you know, he had to go back to Rochester, came back, and he's just, you know, taken off. And first of all, just roles that I was finding for him and innings I was getting him. And now I'm emerging as a guy we use at the end of the game. So I, I don't really know uh, what he actually does specifically when he's in those situations, but I do know he looks a lot more comfortable out there late in the game when I first got put him out there maybe, you know, a month or so ago. And, um, yeah, he's, he's throwing the ball great, you know, and uh, – Happy for him and good opportunity for him. He's, his power sinker is just giving righties and lefties fits right now. He's got he's throwing it hard. He's getting it where he wants to. He's getting a lot of balls on the ground. Yeah, and he did it last night, the eighth inning, in a, in a big, big spot as the Rangers were kind of making a surge. You know, you've got a couple of guys out there. You've got Trevor May back, and he's yep. throwing the ball hard and and finding kind of his mechanics as well as his health. And then Ryan Presley, whose stuff looks great, and yet he almost feels like he's a little bit snake-bitten right now, whether it be a broken bat base hit or a, or a bleeder. Uh, is it hard to keep a young guy with that positive a stuff, uh, his confidence up when sometimes the stuff isn't translating all the time into results? Well, you know, just uh, for the bullpen and hole, as a whole, as you mentioned, you know, uh, Fernando's been had a good half. Last night was a little frustrating with the command issues with a four-run lead. Uh, Trevor May, just a couple of outings since his return from the DL, and the main thing is he's feeling good. His back's given him no issues whatsoever, and I hope that bodes well for the second half. Um, we all know his stuff is 
is really good too. And, um, you know, as we try to work him back into maybe getting bigger outs along the way. And then you get to Ryan, you know, who's had mostly a good half. Um, I've way overused him. Um, I've tried to find times to back him off, give him a couple of days. You know, he's on pitch, on pace to pitch over 80 games and over 80 innings. And in today's game, that's quite a lot for a reliever. So, um, I just think that, you know, there are days where, you know, he's still getting up there high end velocity, but he, it's just kind of throwing it and maybe not being able to command it too well and trusting that your stuff is good enough. So, um, and there hasn't been a lot of breaks. I mean, the last homestand, he had a couple of guys, he get ahead 0-2 and he'd throw a good pitch and the guy'd fight it off and break his bat or squeak one through the infield. So, you know, overall though, he, he he's, he's got, Back end of the bullpen stuff, there's no doubt about it. I'm just going to have to be a little bit more careful going forward with him here in the, in the short term coming out of the break and try to make sure we keep him healthy throughout the year. Yeah, very good point. And uh, he obviously gets to stay home for the All-Star break because he is already home. Yes, uh, he he grew up about 10 minutes from uh, from our team hotel. We'll take another time out. It's the Paul Molitor Show. When we come back, talk about Kenny Vargas and Eddie Rosario. Big night for those two young men last night here in Texas. That's coming up next right here on your home for Twins Baseball. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the internet's most beloved pets. With millions of YouTube views, shares, Instagram likes, followers, and fans across the globe. But what do all these amazing pets have in common? Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a shelter or adoptable pets near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard? Well, <laughs> that's entirely up to you. Visit theshelterpetproject.org and hear more about Hamilton the Pug, Toast, and Keyboard Cat's amazing adoption stories. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Your perfect pet is just a click away at theshelterpetproject.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. You can do so many cool things when you're older, shave, pay bills, try to keep the weight off. Well, getting older just got better. Treasure Island Resort and Casino presents Senior Days. Fans 55 and better receive a $5 discount in field box and Powerball Pavilion tickets for all weekday day games. Go to TwinsBaseball.com for more information. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at DoIHavePreDiabetes.org. But you're probably not going to, are you? Kids, work, listening to the radio. You're busy. Which is great, because busy people can't get prediabetes. Oh my, I read that wrong. <laughs> they can. Should have worn my glasses. So visit doihaveprediabetes.org and take a short test, because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Fox Sports North salutes our nation's heroes with half-price home plate view tickets every Monday through Thursday. Present a valid ID and receive tickets for you and up to three guests. FSN thanks you for your service. Saturday, welcoming you back to the Paul Molitor Show, brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer. Made in Minnesota, where legends are born, memories are made. We haven't had housekeeping uh, burst in yet, so show's going along quite well here on a Sunday morning after a very 
quick turnaround uh, following last night's game. Big games, Paul, last night from Eddie Rosario. He was all over the base paths, uh, scored four runs, and also Kenny Vargas, uh, who has seen a steady diet of below the speed limit pitching in this series, uh, hit a home run and a double on pitches uh, around 60 miles an hour. Both of those guys, it was a, a plate discipline issue at times. Kenny last year, Eddie uh, earlier this year and last year as well. Are you happy in that regard? Because in the case of Vargas, who was leading the International League in walks, it certainly seems as if that has transferred and come with him back to the major leagues. He's only fanned one time. There's been really good signs there, I think, in uh, both those examples. Uh, you know, we have, we've talked about it over here. Uh, since the last week or so, and Rosie's been back. We, you know, it's we got outfielders, and we don't have enough at spots every day to play them all. So I'm trying to do the best I can to give these guys a shot to do, show what they can do. At the same time, try not to put too much pressure on them in terms of you know you got to perform when you get a chance to play to get at bats. It, it's just kind of a revolving door. But Rosie's taking advantage, and uh, you know Kenny, you know he's kind of got lost in the shuffle down there in spring training with park signing and all the things that were ongoing. But he quietly was putting together a good season. You know, his average not great, but you said, like you said, the walks are up, and I think he was up amongst the leaders in RBIs down there. And, uh, you know, he's he's taken a lot of good at-bats up here. We still see guys kind of doing what they've done to him in the past, really trying to slow him down in terms of that off-speed stuff down. Um, and then they try to elevate that fastball late and. He's doing a better job at keeping it in the zone. You know, it's it's a small sample size of at-bats, but uh, he's hit some balls really hard from both sides of the plate, which is a good sign because we know he was struggling right-handed down there a little bit. And so at least for now, you know, he's going to be in that mix of trying to find at-bats for him and get him in there because he's producing. Yeah, his confidence is a big part with Kenny, and his confidence is up. And, you know, you, you've always talked about wanting to have – an athletic team and a versatile team. Uh, you yeah. know, some different different things in that regard. And you look around baseball, and boy, that that's a trend. You see successful teams are athletic and they're versatile. Is this lineup, this roster, by virtue of whether it be injury or performance or lack of performance, the way it's set right now, is this as athletic and versatile as you've been this year? Well, I think it is. Um, you know, we have, we have options. You know, regularly, you know, all our outfielders can can move around to any three spots for the most part. You know, having Danny, uh, particularly with his versatility of playing, you know, six positions, and and Escobar uh, can play around the infield, Nunes can play around the infield, Kepler can come in and play first base. Um, you know, so there there is more opportunities for me to try to you know be able to shuffle and, and get other people in there in different spots just to try to keep it balanced and keeping everybody fresh the best way we can. And as far as the athleticism, you look on a given day, we, we have some guys that can steal bases, run the bases, put pressure on defenses, and still have guys that can hit over the fence. So um, it's a nice combination. Uh, the tricky part is just trying to get them lined up the right way every day and, and, and hopefully try to keep our offensive uh, production uh, a little more consistent here as we get through the into the second half. You know, Terry Ryan is on this trip, and obviously Terry's around the, the club a lot. I know he spoke with you and your mm-hmm. staff. And as we head into this this break and then into towards the, the trade deadline, uh, how important and vital is communication between the front office and you and your staff in terms of what might be in the works? At what point are you looped in in terms of not just you weighing in with your opinions but just knowing what you might be working with moving forward and what those moving parts might be? Well, it's, you know, Terry and I are, are 
are, are we're doing well in terms of communication. He's he's very open with me. Um, we all know that uh, given what's transpired in our first half, that he is uh, in a position where he's probably listening to other clubs. Uh, maybe more than he has in recent history. And, uh, you know, he's going to uh, pay attention to see what club has needs, what clubs maybe have fits for us. Um, something could happen. Maybe a lot of things could happen, and maybe it could be very minimal. You know, we we did have good discussions down here in Texas this weekend about some first-half evaluation as well as what pieces, um, you know, we'd like to keep somewhat secure around here to build around. But like Terry said, given given our record and what's what's transpired, that he's going to have to be very open-minded about someone who comes in and potentially overwhelms him about pretty much anybody on our team. So um, we're just going to keep playing with the people we have here in the short term. I, I think our players are smart enough not to get too caught up in that. And uh, we'll just see what happens here over the next couple of weeks as we head towards the, the trade deadline. And as we get towards the break, is this team right now, and we know we've talked about it, the record is what it is and speaks for itself, but Mm -hmm. is the team you've seen the last two weeks more the team that you kind of envisioned uh, from day one this year? Well, I I don't know if it really is because it is kind of a a different group uh, in some ways. Um, I think that the way we're playing um, certainly is more – closer to the idea or the hope that I had about how our season might go. And, um, you know, we're just uh, trying to find a way. I, I hate to beat it into the ground, but, you know, starting pitching as we kind of let off the show with, that that's that's the biggest thing that you're you're concerned about heading into a season. You know, I felt better this year because we had some depth, we had, depth, we had some competition. It just took us a while to get our rotation on track. And uh, uh, But, you know, the fact that we're playing better baseball now, it's good. And it's just something that we have to understand. These things can change around quickly. And, and how we play in the second half, um, it doesn't always lead into what you might do the next year, but I think everyone would go away if we had a better second half into the offseason, a lot more confident about our ability to get back into a better competitive situation next year. Now we'll get back into our final break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up, look at today's matchup, final game of the nominal first half, Tommy Malone for the Minnesota Twins on the mound. We'll talk about that. After this, on your home for Twins Baseball. Hi folks, Paul Molitor here for Continental Diamond. I've been a customer for years for one simple reason. They make you feel so comfortable. Then there's a selection of diamonds and fine jewelry that is second to none. The fantastic customer service and the great value. Okay, that's a grand slam of reasons why I encourage you to visit Connell Diamond when you're looking to make a jewelry purchase. The readers of Minnesota Bride have voted them best jeweler for six years running. That says it all. Connell Diamond in St. Louis Park. Let's take it to the field now for some fan reaction, Bob. Thanks, guys. Win or lose, fans agree. You can't beat the great taste of Coop's Original Yellow Mustard. Isn't that right? You're not kidding. There's nothing better than a hot dog at the ballpark, and there's nothing better on a dog than Coop's Yellow Mustard. It's smooth and mellow with just the right bite. Yeah, Coop's is the game MVP for sure. At the ballpark or at home, no one feels a better team of mustards than Coop's. That's Coop's with a K. Head to your nearest Cub Foods and pick up some Coop's Mustard today. Celebrating 50 years of winning right, Pentair makes rain a home field advantage at Target Field. While our boys of summer are playing on the field, Pentair's rainwater recycle system is working under the field, capturing and filtering rainwater. The rainwater is reused to wash the lower level seats and more. 
and it's a hit, saving the twins nearly 2 million gallons of water each year. Visit Pentair.com twins to learn more about other sustainable water solutions. Pentair, the official sustainable water provider of the Minnesota Twins. Summertime in Minnesota means baseball, traveling up north, and family time. This year, enjoy the one. Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. Pick up a six-pack or case at your neighborhood Festival Foods grocery store. Whether it's ice cream floats for dessert or a caffeine-free, gluten-free refreshment your kids will absolutely love. You're never too old to relive the fun of sharing your first Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. It's how memories are created and legends are made. For fun, relaxation, and excitement, plan your next escape to Treasure Island Resort and Casino. Enjoy luxury hotel accommodations, a family-friendly water park, a full-service salon and spa, a variety of restaurants and bars, a stunning golf course, bowling center and arcade, scenic cruises down the Mississippi River, and more. Add all this excitement to Treasure Island's action-packed casino, and you are going to want to stay a while. Discover your paradise at TICasino.com. Treasure Island Resort and Casino. You're listening to the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Just a couple minutes left here on the Paul Molitor Show. Twins taking on the Rangers later today from Arlington, 2 o'clock first pitch. Tommy Malone pitches for the Minnesota Twins, and Paul, he had the late shift last time out, and he pitched maybe his best game of the year. He'll get the early shift uh, today. What did you see different from Tommy last time out? Don't we seem to have lost Paul Molitor momentarily there, so uh, we'll try to get Paul back uh, in the saddle again. Again, today's programming uh, a little bit different in terms of the timing. Uh, we'll have Terry Ryan joining Corey Provis from the ballpark at 1 o'clock with Inside Twins at 1.30 will be our pregame lineup card, and then 2 o'clock will be our first pitch. Uh, Paul, do we get uh, Paul back on the line? No, it looks like we lost uh, Paul Molitor here momentarily. Just, uh, again, the matchup today, A.J. Griffin uh, is going to pitch the former A for the Texas Rangers. He'll be opposed by left-hander Tommy Malone. Uh, and Tommy, uh, a lot on his mind. Tommy and his wife, Tina, expecting their first child here literally any day. Uh, the beeper has not gone off yet for Tommy Malone, as far as we know. It certainly hadn't as of last night. He is due on, uh, They are due on the 15th, so uh, still standing by uh, to wait and see uh, if and when uh, their first child is going to join their family. And it looks like he will get the start in today before heading back to what should be a very exciting All-Star break, really, for that family. Also worth noting, exciting All-Star break for Kurt Suzuki and his family. They will welcome their third child. That is scheduled to happen on Tuesday. Day. So talk about fitting in a uh, very busy and important all-star break uh, for Kurt Suzuki and his family. We have lost Paul Molitor here in our final segment, but some great stuff from Paul uh, as far as this ball game and this series and this first half and kind of the direction of this club is concerned moving forward. Today will mark the final game of the first half for the Minnesota Twins uh, and the Twins hoping to go into the break by taking three of four from the first place Rangers. They've won seven of their last ten and as Paul has mentioned, playing their best all-around baseball of the season uh and then again uh we are off into the all-star break until reconvening for hall of fame weekend john gordon tory hunter coming in next weekend to be feted at target field do want to thank killer root beer they bring us the palm Oliver show every single sunday also want to thank paul for joining us today from texas and now uh, we will uh, see you later on today all across our network with more programming right here on your home for twins baseball
You have been listening to The Paul Molitor Show, sponsored by Killebrew Rupier, made in Minnesota. It's how memories are created and legends are made. This has been a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network.